0: John, you arrived in Cyprus in the late 1950s. What motivated you to become a teacher and eventually set foot on Aphrodite's island?
1: I came out of university uh, with not very much idea of what to do, really. And um, I did a bit of teaching in England. Not very much, but uh, it seemed to me quite a good life and I quite enjoyed it. the 1950s in England, It was a pretty dreary place, you know. Um, It was almost as if the war was still going on. When a job came up in Cyprus, although it was the so-called emergency, which I prefer to call the insurgency, we came out, and it was very interesting. I think we come to Limassol and. There was no harbour, there was just a roadstead where ships anchored and if you had a car on board and lots of people did they would see their cars hoisted up over the bare sea (laughs) for a few agonising moments before being dropped into a lighter. I remember the drive to Nicosia and it was... um, I remember being struck by two things, the the very narrow strip of asphalt, which was then the main road, which meant that two cars could not pass on the asphalt. So it was a game of chicken as to who yielded first, you know. And then there were loads of women working on the roads doing quite heavy manual work. I was taken to the office to meet the head of Turkish education, a man who spoke the most beautiful English. Um, and um, he told me that I was going to be sent off to Paphos to be head of the English department there. Um, <laughs> Paphos was then very, very remote. The point about Paphos is that it was very small. 6,000 people lived in Katima and practically nobody down at the port. It was three-fifths Greek Cypriot and two-fifths Turkish. We were, because my wife was also employed at that time, the first English-English teacher that they had ever had. We lived totally in the Turkish community. We were honorary Turks. And at that time, 57 or so, it was not Eoka policy to upset the Turks. So we were protected, in a way, for a large part of our time, by being, as I say, honorary Turks. The only Greeks we ever managed to talk to were people in government service, who were always pleasant to kind. But um, Cyprus was held onto by Britain very largely for um strategic purposes I think
0: Shelley House your residence at the time was given a new lease of life when Buffalo served as European Capital of Culture in 2017 Do you have any memories that come flooding back while living in one of Buffalo's most iconic and historic buildings Well uh, for a long
1: time we were living in in a hotel really tried to find a house for us, you know. There was no question at the beginning of our living in the Shelley house. It was too grand for us. <laughs> we were pretty low in the colonial pecking order, let us say. Dr Shelley um, had a good reputation in Cyprus. He, he, um, he died before we got there, uh, but he distinguished himself in his efforts during the Paphos earthquake, you know, um, B was the epicenter. But he had perhaps overdone things during his work in the earthquake, and he died in a heart attack. There was a Greek um, doctor and his wife who moved into the the house, but they only lasted one month uh, because the doctor's wife kept seeing Dr. Shelley it was haunted some people laugh at this because you know they don't believe in ghosts I believe in ghosts because as a child and as a teenager I lived in a haunted house too and I I knew what it was like so we went to live in the Shelley house and
0: um, uh, it was a lovely house what were the influences and consequences of British colonial policies on education the colonial
1: government um, was only fully in control of the Turkish side of education. It was in control of um, primary and secondary schools. But when it came to Greek schools, The colonial government was not in control of secondary education. The secondary schools on both sides were obviously channels for a great deal of political influence. The Turkish teachers from Turkey, they were obviously there to feed a certain amount of um, pro-Turkish sort
0: of attitudes, you know. What were your most memorable teaching moments?
1: One of the most striking and memorable moments in my life at the school was one day uh, there was a big demonstration, a Turkish demonstration. Probably Turks against Turks in this respect. I used to teach some of my uh, kids in a little house, the other side of the football field, detached. I got a lot of very young kids, you 12 years old and so on. And they were doing their stuff, you know. And um, meanwhile, there was a big demonstration outside the main school. And uh, they were getting very worked up. Um, and um, Turks, when they get worked up, are pretty fierce <laughs> I looked out of the window of my little coming towards me was a mob (laughs) of Turks, just like that, mob coming towards me and my little class. Uh, Actually I wasn't frightened because I knew that whoever they were against, it wasn't against me, but rather foolishly I locked the door. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they came in through the windows, they poured in through the windows, they picked up the students, these 12-year-olds, carried them out and went on. They just wanted more manpower or girlpower, whatever, for their, um, for their demo. It was one of my most
0: memorable moments, yes. How does John Turvey want to be remembered in the history books?
1: I would just like to feel that, um, that they remember it as a good bloke. I must have um, influenced some lives, as a teacher one does, in ways that one doesn't realise at the time. I'm always struck by the fact that uh, people come up to me sometimes and say, yes, I remember you saying this, I've no recollection of saying this, it doesn't sound like me even, but um, it, uh, (laughs) it obviously had some effect on them. I hope good. But I I do, um, I'm always very pleased to meet old students, you know, and um, they're always pleased to see me. (laughs) But one always has to struggle sometimes to be absolutely scrupulously fair. I sometimes feel that in some cases my attempts uh, to be fair um, didn't always have good effects, you know. But I think one still has to be fair, you know, and um, uh, there it is.